It's time for the Dorsey Show. <laughs> the show. Fantastic. I'm like so excited. We swear. <laughs> Your most excellent giggle buddy. She's like this 24 7. Okay. <laughs> Welcome to the Dorsey Show. Listen while you work. The Dorsey Show, live from the Associated Credit Union of Texas Studios, with your host, Dorsey. This week, my funny, weird stories continue with holiday traditions from around the world. This week, we're going to start off with Mexico's Flores de Noche Buena. You can thank Mexico for the poinsettias association. I can't even talk already (laughs) with Christmas. And according to Mexican legend, a poverty-stricken brother and sister left a bouquet of weedy branches as a gift to the Christ child at their church. And while other children laughed at their meager offering a miracle began to unfold a cluster of red shaped flowers began to bloom on each stem the flowers became known as flores de noche buena flowers of the holy night and so began the christmas link this beautiful plant was renamed poinsettia or some people say poinsettia kind of potato, potato, tomato, tomato, after the United States Mexican ambassador, Joel Roberts Poinsett, who brought cuttings back to America. Well, the second place we're going to visit is Iceland's Yule Lad. In Iceland, children put their best foot forward at Christmas. From December 12th through the 23rd, Icelandic kids leave a shoe on their windowsill. While they sleep each night, 13 magical Yule Lads climb down from the mountains to leave gifts in the shoes of well-behaved children. Naughty kids end up with a potato instead. (laughs) Potato in your shoe. That's better than poop on your shoe or under your shoe, that's for sure. Originally, the Yule Lad tradition had a more sinister tone and many parents used the mysterious nighttime visits to scare their children into behaving. And the last one for this week is Ukraine's spider web tree. Christmas trees in the Ukraine are often covered in spider webs. An ancient legend tells of a poor family who grew a Christmas tree from a pine cone. The children, so thrilled with the idea of their very own tree, spent months dreaming up ways to decorate it for the holidays. But the family was penniless, and so the children's tree would remain unadorned. Upon waking, though, the children discovered that the spiders had spun webs of glistening silk around the tree's branches. Each thread magically turned into silver and gold as the morning sun danced upon the tree's boughs. So today, Ukrainians dress up their trees with spider webs to welcome good luck for the coming year. Well, I've been having a lot of fun discussing these different holiday traditions from around the world. Some make me feel warm and fuzzy, while others make me feel completely okay leaving them in their country and staying here where I am. (laughs) Well, something else that makes me feel warm and fuzzy during our right now colder and wetter than normal here in Texas winter is good food. And here to help us with some last minute holiday ideas and festive flavor advice is Chef Gary. Chef, good morning. Good morning, Dorsey. How are you? I am awesome. Can you hear hear me okay? Not at all. Not at all. (laughs) 
we're having some issues with our uh, headphones in here. That's okay. We're just, we always have, there's always some kind of issue on the Dorsey show. That's just what it is. <laughs> Maybe it's just me. I don't know what what's going on. So, so how how are you doing? Your holidays been good so far? Um, this year has gone by so fast. Is it really Christmas next week? I know. I know. I mean, I, it's like I know. Well, okay. You know, there's a thing that's on Facebook. You know, they have those backgrounds that you can do. You know, on your post and stuff. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, they have the poop emoji. You know, with like the little the little poop guys. Like a obviously, it's a chocolate. Why haven't background. you sent me one? I I posted something, and actually I posted, I think it was yesterday, yesterday the day before, and I said, holy poop balls, is it, <laughs> is it really Christmas next week? And I said, are you ready? And, uh, you know, a majority of the people said yes, and some were like, uh, no, you know, and I, and my, when I had a cleaning service years ago, you know, it was like people would be like, oh my God, it's Christmas, I need cleaning or I need extra, and I always used to say, you know, December 25th is on the calendar when you turn to that new calendar in January. It's there. It's just at the end. You just don't look that far ahead. <laughs> so it's not like, you know, you don't know it's coming. It just, this year went wham, didn't yeah. it? Yeah. I don't know what was going on. This just, it flew. So did you know, though, uh, that this year or this month is the Dorsey Show's one year old? Wow. <gasps> woof, woof. Come on, raise your hands. Yeah. Do, woof. Woof. Dorsey dance. Yeah. <laughs> That was a poopy Dorsey dance. <laughs> All right, so there you go. Okay, that's better. Awesome. All right, food. It's what's for dinner, right? It's what's for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Food. 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 Yeah, food. there you go. Perfect. We're done. We can just close down now. Food. Yep, just eat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> eat and be merry. Yes. Well, and that's, of course, the subject that's on everybody's lips right now. What are we going to serve? You know, what kind of sides, what kind of desserts, all this kind of stuff. And, you know, I like to say now is the time, especially, especially starting, like, if you haven't already done it, like, tomorrow and this weekend, it's like the wild grocery, sh- grocery store shopping rumpus. You know, I mean, it's going to be bananas, crazy pants. And I don't know how you shop, Gary. I stay clear of the grocery stores, like, the day or two before a big holiday i am in the store every or someone is every day oh my lord well or twice and sometimes three times okay well you have fun with that i don't do that because it gets a little cray cray although it's not as bad in my sections because you know we do more of the organic so i I have a tendency to be able to kind of get in and out a little quicker (laughs) (laughs) that's a last resort for some people especially around the holidays so we're going to talk some um better or better options and some suggestions for traditional meals for the holidays. And um, also one thing that's a little bit easier for people to do is just, hey, get with you and let you make it and then come pick it up. There we go. I know. And I call that easy peasy Santa squeeze me. (laughs) (laughs) One thing thing that I want to interject is, and I don't know, you know, I'm grew up, born in New York, grew up in Illinois most of my life. And to me, Roast beef is something that's medium rare, and I have a way to take a roast beef. And, you know, question might be asked, what kind of roast beef do you buy? Well, wait, hold on. You got that in there? Hold on. We're already, you're jumping ahead I'm here. I'm jumping. You're jumping ahead. No, you got, just, just like the year. S- slow, exactly. <laughs> you're like, slow your roll there, Gary. Okay, I'll hold, shut up. Hold on, hold on now. All right, so, you know, it's a tradition is this around the holiday season a big tradition is cooking you know with certain people do certain things you make certain meals or whatever you know that's kind of around the memory making part of the year so let's talk some traditional things we're going to talk turkey first 
Ah. Yes, let's talk turkey first. Okay, so before... Tryptophan. Huh? Tryptophan, yeah. <laughs> what makes you sleepy? <laughs> I didn't want to take a nap. So, you know, what goes best with the big bird? How do you cook the big birds first? Oh, God. You know, that a lot of times, you know, people don't like turkey because they dry it out. Yeah, that's true. And so one thing that does really work is is the bag. And the bag? It, yep. Yep. It works. The ba- the bag. What do you mean the bag? You you take a Reynolds makes a turkey oh, bag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And okay. You put you put a tablespoon of flour, you shake the bag up. Uh-huh. You the put bag. Your turkey in there and and uh you know, you can put um, on the bottom like celery and carrots and stuff, so it's not sitting right on the bag, and mm-hmm. and, um, and just poke a couple holes in the top and put it in the oven. It cooks a lot faster, and the juices stay in the turkey. Ooh. And you also don't. You've got lots of broth to make good gravy with <gasps> oh. because it stays inside that bag. Where, mm. Whereas if you just put it in the oven, it dries it up, and you got to oh, baste it and baste it and baste it to keep it moist or inject it inject it with you know garbage mm-hmm. and with, gar- <laughs> with garbage well you think about it if you look at the stuff that you is in the injection stuff yeah usually it's not good for you that's true and then you wonder why you're bloating up like that turkey after yeah. you eat it you yeah, know yeah. it's not so, so good for you anyway that's my turkey advice now what goes with turkey it's pretty much the same thing is what you would put with turkey at Thanksgiving, you know, uh-huh. s- sweet potatoes or, or um, candied sweet potatoes or, or yams uh-huh. or um, a really good, of course, cranberry, you know. Of course. Possibly. And then dressing uh-huh. and mashed potatoes and gravy and... Just keep, your, sta- your standard. Your standard Typical. stuff. So it's not like... You know, like I guess everybody has the type of dressing they like, you know, yeah. Or, or giblet, grandma's recipe, gravy, <laughs> or you know, whatever, whatever's your standard. Up north, we have bread dressing. Down here, they have shortbread dressing. You know. Oh, okay. So, all right. So let's move on to another. There's usually a couple different meats that okay. are sort of the standard. So can I go back to my roast no, beef? No, not yet. You let me. You <laughs> let me ask the questions. You you sit right there and you just answer what I ask. Uh, all yes, right? ma'am. Yes, have ma'am. You, have you not gotten with the program at this point lord have mercy i'm gonna fire you here in a little bit you little fart fired i'm fired Uh, well no he brought brownies today i brought haystacks and he brought brownies so you know he's not fired right now maybe after the show (laughs) okay so ham Ham. we're gonna talk you know we're gonna talk the the whole hog here all right i am a I, i don't eat much pork to begin with although i have to admit i really do like the honey ham flavor are you a sugary flavor ham kind of guy or no i may actually like it plainer ah so i think that you know when you put the cloves in it and it takes the flavor of the ham away from the ham itself Uh and um the biggest problem for me with ham is is you know, knowing the brand because some are really over salty. Oh, that's and, true. And I yeah. don't. And then when you get a ham that's salty, you don't want to really eat it. 
You know? Yeah, you know, my, so, my husband is a huge ham lover, and his company every year for Thanksgiving gives them a gift card that's usually about $50 or more to the Honey Baked Ham store. And so we, we do get a Honey Baked Ham every year, although there's some years where we've gotten a ham also for, like, Christmas, uh-huh. and it was not from there. And he made that comment. He's like, man, this one is really salty, yeah. you know, and that's a kind of a shame because then it ends up more often than not going to waste. Yeah, and you can you can put it in water and, and eliminate some of that salt, but it's ah, still not it's still just not the same. It's just yeah. But but yeah. And I do a lot with him, you know, with my breakfast casseroles and stuff, which yes, is another, and they are really good. <laughs> yeah, and that's a good um, Christmas morning idea where you don't have to. You want breakfast, but you want it easy. Just pick up a breakfast casserole and it works. Yes, but um. But yeah, I mean that—that's the thing with him. So you got to know your the brands and what they what they do. And one thing, if you're if you don't have a big crowd, um, sometimes you can buy what's called a ham roast, which is just oh, yeah. just got it's about two inches thick, mm-hmm. and it's just the the best part of the ham, and it's just got a little bone in it, and that's it. But it's almost. That's it's awesome. I think Sugardale makes it, and it's mm. and it's not. I think in uh, five years' time, I only had one salty one, and I go use quite a bit of those. Okay, so now quickly we will move on roast. to the roast beast. Okay, I mean roast beef. Well, I, <laughs> wait a minute, you're going so gung ho today. Slow down, I love slow. Roast beef. I can tell. Well, I was going to say it's like a fancy. <laughs> it's like the fanciest of the meats to me. Like you know, when you hear roast beef, you almost feel like, oh, I need to dress like in a tux to go to dinner or something. So, okay, my gosh, you're ready to talk about it. <laughs> Hit me with roast beef. Well, I got a funny, and I got how to cook it. Okay, well, okay, quickly. So, I was asked at our church dinner, which was a little over a week ago, mm-hmm. to be on a um, table to cut the roast beef. So I wasn't asked to cook it. Someone else cooked it. Oh, yeah, they, it turned out to be pot roast. I couldn't cut it. It was, I had to serve it with tongs. Oh. And it was so, it was pot roast. So Wah. if you out there don't know the difference between roast, because people call pot roast roast beef. Yeah. Okay, what I'm talking about is a um, bottom round or eye of round beef, which you take, and the best way to cook it, so it's medium rare all the way through, not just in the middle, Mm -hmm. is crank up your oven to 500 degrees, put the roast beef in there um, from, let it sit out so it's the temperature isn't real cold, Mm -hmm. cook it up to 500 for five, minutes per pound so if you got a six pound roast beef cook it for 30 minutes at 500 shut your oven off and let it sit in there for two hours and you will have the best roast beef ever it'll be medium rare all the way through I'm going to have to tell my husband that because he loves a really good, tender, well-cooked roast beef. And it is hard to find it cooked right. It isn't yeah, well-cooked, but and a lot of times people think if it's red, it's blood. And it's mm-hmm. not. It's That's the way it's supposed to be. Well, a food coma, food baby, or what I like to call problems with your furniture, like your chest is hanging over your drawers. Up next, some quick, easy, light on the waist meal ideas for after the big day of roast beast.
Chances are, she's the only Dorsey you know. I don't think I want to try that again, actually. All right. Watch Dorsey on YouTube. Connect and subscribe. Go to VinylDraftRadio.com. What would you like from your bank or credit union? How about a mobile app that makes banking simple? How about free online banking and mobile bill pay? How about loan decisions made locally? How about 15 convenient locations? Associated Credit Union of Texas has all of these and more. Sounds like you should get associated. ACU of Texas, federally insured by the NCUA. For more info, visit acutx.org. When you're looking for a new home, John Wilkinson can help answer questions related to obtaining a mortgage lender up to finding and securing the best home for you. John will take your best interests as his own and provide valuable property and neighborhood information that is important to your family. Call John at 281-974-0739 or email him at john at jwgetsitsold.com to start looking for your new home. Coastal Shade Company is the Houston and Gulf Coast leader in outdoor shade coverings. From palapas to pergolas, pavilions, and more. Looking for an outdoor kitchen or fireplace? Contact us today at 832-917-7672 or visit us online at coastalshadeco.com. She laughs a lot. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) She's fun. Oh my gosh, I'm like so excited. She's quirky. Fantasmagorific. She's Dorsey. (laughs) Welcome to the show. (laughs) This is the Dorsey Dorsey Show show on on Final Final Draft Draft Radio. Radio. Welcome back to the Dorsey Show, and I'm joined here by Chef Gary. And for those of you just tuning in, we were discussing everyone's favorite topic, food. And, you know, a lot of people save up on their diets, you know, just to go a little hog wild this Thanksgiving through like New Year's. And because of all the yummy delights and desserts and all these things that you really only get or make this time of the year. Personally, I just finished a six-week challenge, and I did some workouts and changed my diet a little bit, and it was at the ballet bar where I used to teach. I used, actually used to teach some of these ballet classes, and overall, Chef Gary, do you know, in six weeks, and I didn't even get to attend all the classes because life happened, and some of them I just couldn't make or whatever, I've already lost three inches overall. And wow. I didn't even I didn't even go Your head look does look smaller. Yes, yeah, you're funny. Yeah, you're really funny. <laughs> and so I'm not gonna sabotage myself, you little smart ass <laughs> at this point. However, for those that are completely in the thrall of the food coma and have no intention of coming to the surface until like January second, let's talk some turkey, ham and roast beast ideas. I love saying roast beast because you know it's from the Grinch and that's like my favorite movie that won't break the bank and bust their gut any further with meals for between you know now and and the new year so all right let me ask you first (laughs) we'll get to your favorite in a minute let's talk turkey okay so what would be some quick because you know a lot of times you're going to have a lot left over so what are some quick easy to throw together meals um, that are satisfying with your leftover turkey i think the easiest way is is um to go on Google it online, but a lot of times people put a mixture of their leftover turkey, they cube it, and they mix it with this stuffing and they make a casserole out of it. That's one Ooh. one simple thing. I've never done that. <laughs> that sounds really good. <laughs> and the other, the other way that's really, really good is you take the bones of the turkey and you make turkey soup with it mm-hmm. with um, and make sure you got carrots and tomatoes in it. 
and it's just it is really really good um really turkey soup like that i mean i figured you know like celery i do like i like celery and onions Cel- and you know, you know and uh, carrots and, well I, and i i don't do a lot of tomatoes although sometimes in soups i do is there a reason why the tomatoes is it bring out more of the flavor or something yeah it just well you, you know you think about it you got um two types of clam chowder right okay yeah you got manhattan clam chowder and you got the one with all the with the tomatoes in the base and but yeah the it it just it for some reason just adds to it um, okay the flavor whether you're using whole tomatoes or you know diced tomatoes Mm -hmm. or even just tomato sauce Mm -hmm. can go into that soup with the and you got the broth Mm -hmm. from you know the turkey um the turkey bones and you have the leftover turkey cubes in there but you take that but that's another whole meal using the bone that you usually just throw away and most people would because they exactly. kind of blurred like i don't know what to do with this thing and there's a lot of <laughs> meat on that bone still yeah and you know you got the celery and the onions and the carrots in there mm. and you got a good yummy turkey soup i'm, I'm you're making me hungry here so <laughs> i'm gonna have to get me some soup when we're done okay so what about the and this is the typical one that i know a lot of people do the ham sandwich because you have ham leftover so you kind of slap it on a sandwich you know whatever and we have actually done because we like those hawaiian rolls you know uh-huh. the, the hawaiian sweet rolls you know kind of put it on make little sliders what are some other things that you can do i know you talk breakfast casserole what's your breakfast casserole like the bomb yeah you, so what are some other things you could do well i, I think you, you've hit on it you can make the um uh, mi- mixture of the ham with cheese for sliders mm-hmm. where you have like a melted cheese with the ham mm-hmm. and the, that is that is really good um i'm trying to you know think you know what else obviously you can use the ham again for some type of soup say with lentils or split pea or whatever Ooh, where you yeah. can okay, now you're, some people are probably like okay you're getting a little healthy on me here <laughs> with the lentils <laughs> and split peas yeah. but it is really good with that ham it seasons it so exactly. well so there again you if you've got a ham bone mm-hmm. with with your ham you know if you got a whole ham or you know or leftover ham you cube it and you can just put it in the freezer on um, the cubes and then pull them out when you do need it for either breakfast castle or something else so oh, that's you don't have it, fr- to get... it does freeze well right oh yes okay that's fine well the only the only thing some people say that the ham turns a little bit saltier when you freeze it okay um but there again if it wasn't salty to begin with you're okay but if you put it in like a soup or something like that then you just won't have to season the soup as much if the ham's a little saltier you know as it sits in the freezer so talking about that because i know a lot of people well there you go and now what about the turkey you know because with a lot left over you know especially if you have in family and everyone kind of brings something you know you really end up with a ton of stuff left over does turkey freeze well yes yeah okay it's there again it's how you cook it if you if you cook it to death and it's dried out, <laughs> and no matter what you do, it's not yeah. going to be good. But yeah. if you if you believe it or not, it's if you cook it right, it's moist, and you really say, "Wow, I like turkey." But a lot of people don't like turkey because they're used to. Well, yeah, because like out. maybe a bite or two is really good. Then you get some, you're like, oh yeah. my gosh, that's like you the Sahara Desert. You got a little gravy desert. on it to make it yeah. moist, you know. But, <laughs> yeah, exactly. To, but, but that's the whole thing. It's a matter of cooking things right. And we, okay. I mean, same thing you can take about anything. If you cook it wrong, 
it's different than yeah. cooking it right. Exactly, exactly. So. Okay, and last, not least, your ultimate favorite, the roast beast. So what delights can you conjure up? Wow, and I, when I was typing this, I was like, oh, I'm, I'm really like having some fun with words today. So what delights can you conjure up for us, Chef Gary, while sugar plum fairies are rushing through their veins from the insulin overload that they just consumed? <laughs> <laughs> well, with the roast beef, roast beef, of course, is back to the sandwiches again. Okay. Um, that you can put it on, a, slice it up, put it on salad. Same thing you can do with the turkey, too. You can put it on salad or even the ham. Mm -hmm. So you've got all that. And another thing I forgot to mention, I just thought of, um, there's a cordon bleu casserole that we make that uses chunks of Ooh. ham. And it's got your Swiss cheese, everything that's in cordon bleu, mm -hmm. except it's in casserole and you add a noodle to it. And and it's it's really very good. Ooh, that sounds um, really good. But back to the roast beef again, you know, I just slice it up and, um, and have cold roast beef sandwiches. You can take and make roast beef gravy and then have a hot, hot roast beef sandwich. Mm -hmm. That's another, another thing you can do with it. Mm -hmm. um, but it's, you know, on salad, I mean, just it, if you like roast beef, you just like roast beef. Yeah. And the thinner you slice it, the better mm -hmm. I think it, it is. So it's a matter of slicing it nice and thin, you know, so even people that have trouble chewing can handle it. You know? Yeah. You well, know. you know, that's, it makes sense when you think about it now, when you say like slicing it up thin, you know, because that's when you get a better, better cut, better flavor or whatever. Cause you know, when you go to places, say like a wedding or a big event and they're having roast beef and you're sitting, watching the carvers cutting it up. Sometimes I'm thinking, wow, you're being really cheap with what the, what you're giving people, you know, but then again, now I, now I realize why. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you you can go back and get some more, but they do cut it really thinly. Well, it, you know? it might it might also be because the person that's buying it to mm -hmm. begin with <laughs> has, said hey, you got to feed a hundred people and you only got food to feed yeah. fifty. So so cut it super thin. <laughs> All right, so I want to talk a little bit about the. In my mind, one of the best things for this time of year is the holidays desserts and the treats, you know. And we brought some today. You have some fantastic brownies. And I made these little haystacks. And, you know, it's always the simple things. It's not these big, elaborate meals or desserts that always are the fan favorites. And these little haystacks, somebody made them, I don't know, years ago. And I was first I was like, what on earth is that thing? Because it looks like a haystack, you know. And it's just, you can put whatever you want in it. I use butterscotch and those chow mein noodles and peanuts. The simplest thing, you just put little dollops down and then they, you know, sort of harden up. They are the best darn things ever. And they're so quick and easy. So they're great to take for like a hostess gift or you're going to a party or whatever. So, you know, let's talk some desserts. And my, you know, for those that have listened for a while, I've, I've said it a couple times, you know, I was adopted and my family on my mother's side was from Czechoslovakia. So that woman could cook and bake like no one's business, you know, and I mean, imagine these, you know, sort of Norman Rockwell-ish scenes with all the ribbon candies and the fruits and the divinities and fudge and all that. And that was my grandmother's house and fruitcake. I am an actual fruitcake lover. 
of the traditional homemade, like, you know, really, really good fruitcake. And a lot of people are like, oh, my God, that's it. I'm not listening anymore. <laughs> you know, I'm going to throw the fruitcake at her. But those are some of my favorites. So what are some of your favorite holiday desserts? Okay, well, I w- had the pleasure of living in Italy a couple years. I know. And they have, a kind, it's a, a fruit bread and it's um, you, okay. called panettone, and you can buy. Okay. You see it at Christmas time mm-hmm. and in the stores, and there's some with chestnuts and some with, and it's got like little you know dried fruit in it and mm-hmm. stuff. Um, but if you get it where it's made in Italy, and the ingredients are usually pretty good, where there's not using you know the high fructose corn syrup. <laughs> Yeah. You know, don't check on it because I think you can get some imports from uh, South America that aren't made as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's one of my favorite. You can put a little butter on it or you can toast it. Ooh. And it is it, it is really, really good. Um, my problem is, is one, the size of a serving <laughs> is like three servings. The, I and, knew where you were know going I mean? with this. Like, yeah. It's good, but there again, if one is good, three is better. Yeah, just, <laughs> exactly. But, um, since I'm not eating too much sugar and cheating it less, but you know, I mean, there's there, I've already got a panettone to eat, and I got to figure out how I'm going to do it without losing any or gaining any weight. Gaining any weight. Right, yep. Well, you know what? Just a little bit, you know. And we both it believe ain't this. Gonna happen. Okay. Well, I was trying to help you out here. You know, a little know. bit is. A, I mean, look, I wasn't the most strict either doing this challenge. You know, I didn't completely take stuff out. You know, I just I watched a little bit, and I still lost. You know, three inches overall, and I was like, dang. You know, so you can still maintain or even lose if that's what your goal is. If you're not. If you don't care, hey, go hog wild and then start in January if that's your goal or idea. You know, that's perfectly fine. There's a cookie that I've made and won um, a cooking contest or baking contest with. Do tell. That is, um, it's basically kind of like a butter cookie, but uh, the top part you cut out a shape. Mm-hmm. And so when you put the two together, and then you put like a uh, strawberry or raspberry jelly. Like those lincer type of the, cookies, is then, that right? And on top, you uh-huh. got the shape. Yeah. So And then you powder sugar on the top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it looks really pretty. You can probably pull it up on Pinhurst or, you know, or, you know that that recipe, but that is really uh, probably one of the biggest eye-catching, you know, because, you know, you go to these, you know, church things where they have all these cookies and you get a bunch of them, it's like... Yeah. You know, there's not a lot of really good looking ones yeah. on there, but this one like stands out. It know, does. It's almost like a stained glass window, yeah. you know, because you can see through the cutout to whatever jam or whatever you yep, put on exactly. the inside. Behind yeah. It, and it's the shape of whatever you put on yeah. it. Yeah. So, but it, it, those come out really good. Those are good. And then shortbread courses, probably. Uh, and then people that are have a gluten problem, you know, can diff- do almond. Use almond flour and oh, stuff. Oh, that's and, true. And, that's um, true. And do something similar to shortbread if they can eat butter. Yeah. So. You know, I was having a conversation with a friend of mine, and she was talking about she had visited different parts of Europe, and we both, you know, try and eat more gluten-free, and, you know, just because it bothers us when we do eat it, you know, especially a lot of the wheat products here. And she said, you know, it was amazing being in another country, eating the same types of things that she might have eaten here that caused problem and didn't there, because mm-hmm. we've talked about it before, it's all in the way you cook it and the types of ingredients that you use well, you the know wheat's different number yes. one the wheat without the wheat the we have today isn't the it. same wheat yeah and but it's a whole different species mm-hmm. 
and and then also the milk's different because it's A2 milk. So people allergic to milk here can use A2, and now you're finding it in the stores. I think Walmart's starting to carry A2 milk. I saw a commercial. I thought about you the other day because we've talked about it on another episode and about the A2 milk, you know, and I saw it and I was like, oh, Chef Gary, look! They're advertising <laughs> it. So I'm like, well, look at that. So, all right. Well, Chef Gary, thank you so much. We are going to do a little bit of fun stuff here in our next segment, but um, before we do that, these are timeless, they're classic, and they never go out of style, and they immediately make you remember where you were when you heard it the first time our favorite holiday movie lines after the break for more info on today's show go to finaldraftradio.com click links and guests this is the dorsey show what would you like from your bank or credit union how about a mobile app that makes banking simple how about free online banking and mobile bill pay How about loan decisions made locally? How about 15 convenient locations? Associated Credit Union of Texas has all of these and more. Sounds like you should get associated. ACU of Texas, federally insured by the NCUA. For more info, visit acutx.org. We the people have a right to superior cocktails and Preamble Lounge and Craft House would like to welcome you to a new cocktail revolution. Our speakeasy inspired lounge offers signature craft cocktails in an intimate setting. With a wide selection of high-end spirits, infusions, barrel-aged beverages and cocktails, there is something for every budget. Preamble is located at 20801 Gulf Freeway in Webster and open Monday through Saturday from 4 p.m. to 2 a.m. Preamble Lounge and Craft House, a new cocktail revolution. Hey, it's Adam Smasher for Big Splash Web Design. Let's face it, your online presence matters. And if you don't have a website or your website just isn't up to today's standards, then you are hurting your business. Big Splash Web Design is a full-service Houston-based web design and marketing agency specializing in custom web design, mobile site design, e-commerce solutions, inbound marketing and lead generation, app development, and much, much more. But don't take my word for it. Check out their impressive portfolio at BigSplashWebDesign.com or reach out to them, 281-816-6932. Want to hear more Dorsey Show? Check out our audio archives when you follow us on SoundCloud. Subscribe at iTunes and Google Play and listen to every episode every week. This, this is, is The Dorsey, Dorsey Show. Show. Welcome back to The Dorsey Show. And in this segment today, we are discussing favorite holiday movie lines. And that's the playful piece that we're going to get into. Well, before we do that, Chef Gary, I want to make sure that those that are listening that might be a little bit stressed with their holiday meal planning and want to reach out to you for some help with making their entire meal or sides, dessert, something, how can they get in touch with you? I am in Pearland, Texas. And I'm just about to launch a program where I'm going to have websites in a lot of different areas in Houston. So we're going to have, say, for instance, Fit Chef Katie. But in Pearland, we are right on 518, which is the main road that goes through Pearland. Um, and so how can they get a hold of like your website? You know, give, give us your website. It's fitchefTexas.com or fitchefTexas.us. 
All right. Per, oh, I didn't know you had the dot .us. The dot .us is our new family meals. <laughs> oh, okay. Which so. we're going to start promoting, which will help all those busy people, soccer moms, whatever. Okay. All right. So fitcheftexas.com or yes. fitcheftexas.us. Okay, perfect. So if you are new to the show or a faithful listener, this portion of the show is where we are dedicated to my personal stories, fun ideas, suggestions for adding play, finding and living your purpose, and how to live a pleasurable lifestyle well you guys have know if you've been listening for the last couple of episodes this time of year is my favorite time and always has been so needless to say i've got many fond memories and since we are celebrating our one year anniversary here at the dorsey show i am sharing some stories some memories fun times from my youth my guests and a lot of stuff on social media well this week i thought it would be fun because next Tuesday oh my gosh is it Tuesday Lord have mercy is Christmas and you know a lot of people are off or they're gonna the kids are either out of school or about to be out tomorrow maybe half a day or something so there's gonna be plenty of opportunity to watch those holiday movies so we're gonna talk some favorite holiday movie lines and what I'm gonna start with you chef what is a favorite movie or movie line for you well Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer's line was, why am I such a misfit? Oh, I love it. And, I, and I, when I hear that, I kind of sing the song because he sings it. Why am I such a misfit? <laughs> That's awesome. I love Rudolph. And of Rudolph. course, the other one would be probably the most, one of the most famous White Christmas <laughs> with Bing Crosby. Oh, yeah. Uh, and the line is, I'm dreaming of a white Christmas. Yes, well, me too. And I would sure like one here in and Houston. <laughs> it ain't going to happen in Houston. We already had our couple seconds of snowflakes this year, our right? Our little flutter, yeah, yeah not too it long like, ago. Yeah, I was, I was like, like oh, did you miss it? Crap, yep. it's gone, you know. So, <laughs> All right, well, one of mine, and of course, it's it should be a no-brainer to those that listen to the show. It's um, Cousin Eddie to his neighbor. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Shitter was full. <laughs> That's from Christmas Vacation. I mean, just watching him on there, you know, shitter's full. You can't, how can you not love Cousin Eddie? You know, you kind of love to not like that guy. Well, this one is from David Biddle, a friend of mine. He's an angry elf from Elf. And there's a lot of Elf. I have to admit, I have not seen Elf. There's a lot of people that like really love that show. And that was a big one on their comments on social media. This one is from Carol Hearn. Course, when we say we, I mean you. And that's from the Grinch. And she said she says that a lot at her house to her kids, which, of course, they never listen to. <laughs> I said, well, you know, at least you tried, you know. This one is um, from Joe Harris, and it's Santa. I know him. And that's also from Elf. <laughs> There's all these people like, real. I'm, I'm like, man, I, apparently I need to watch Elf, <laughs> you know. So that's, that's probably going to be on my list while we're off for the holiday. This one is from Camille Roman. You sit on a throne of lies. And that's also from Elf. I'm like, man, Elf is like winning here. All right. And this is this is one of my favorites. This is from a friend, Joe Harris. Oh, fudge. <laughs> and 
bathroom Ralphie from A Christmas Story. Remember he says, oh, fudge. <laughs> All right. This is my husband's ultimate favorite. And when a friend of mine, Lisa Jones, posted it, I was like, oh, my gosh, you and my husband are kindred spirits. Can I refill your eggnog for you? Get you something to eat? Drive you out to the middle of nowhere and leave you for dead? And that is on Christmas vacation <laughs> as well, as he said to Cousin Eddie. <laughs> I love that one. And this one, I did not know. I actually had to Google this because, again, I haven't watched the movie because I was like, what the heck is that? Robert Brewer says, bye, buddy. I hope you find your dad. Thanks, Mr. Narwhal. And that's from the elf. And I was like, what? And of course, I had to Google Narwhal. And, and so I found the YouTube video. And I was like, man, apparently I need to watch Elf. <laughs> I'm more of an older movie an older Christmas movie kind of fan. And so some of the newer ones I haven't seen, I think I'm going to have to watch Elf though, because that's a really big one. Well, this one is another favorite. It's an older, older movie, David Moore. This is a very interesting situation. A man doesn't get into a situation like this every day. Can you think of where that's from? No. Nope. That's from Jimmy Stewart in It's a Wonderful Life. Oh, okay. Yeah. I love, love that movie. And you know, it really wasn't that popular when it first came out. You're kidding. No, it wasn't. And also it didn't come out, you know, right around Christmas. And then it just kind of took off years after that. And of course, it's like a, a classic cult favorite. This one, and I was like, oh, this is an awesome one. James Crossman said, let's get... Pardon me for this. This is the quote. Let's get the shit kicked out of us by love. <laughs> I was like, what? And it's from Love Actually. And it makes sense because a lot of that is, you know, around the holidays from the movie. Have you seen the movie Love Actually? It's a really good show. And I thought, okay, let's get the shit kicked out of us by love. It's like, well, you know, I'm sure there's a lot of people going, yeah, I've had that happen. <laughs> you know, whether in a good way or bad, <laughs> you know. And one, one of my ultimate favorites, and you hear it a lot on the radio because they put it in for different things here and there, is Look, Dad. Teacher says, every time a bell rings, an angel gets its wings. Where's that from? I don't know, but I remember the movie. Remember the, yeah. It's also, it's a wonderful life. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, right. I think yeah. that's just a classic, yep, yep, yep. you know, they use that, you hear it in jingles, you hear it on commercials and all kinds of stuff. And it's just a perfect little quote. And I think a lot of people know this one, you know, you'll shoot your eye out, kid. Do you know where that's from? No. Oh my gosh. That's from A Christmas Story with Ralphie. Ralphie, you know a Christmas. Do you know a Christmas story? I know. I watch Christmas movies. Oh, <laughs> well, and here's I need another action movies. Action oh. movies. Okay. Or well, watching people cook. Oh, okay. Like well, this. I mean, that's just you know, and that's one of those that they run like over and over. It might be the day before Christmas Eve or Christmas Eve. They'll start running a Christmas story like 24 hours a day, kind of thing, you know. Yeah. And I love this part. In the, you know, this is also a classic part. It's like ah. Ah, fragile. It must be Italian because that's when he wins the leg lamp and he gets it in. And it's this huge box that says fragile. And he, of course, you know, the father is just a little, a little off sometimes. He's like, ooh, fragile. <laughs> it must be Italian. His wife is like, it says fragile. <laughs> You know? <laughs> and yeah, so, of course, we have leg lamp stuff. A lot of people absolutely love leg lamp stuff. I actually have a leg lamp, and Ralphie, he gets this bunny suit that his aunt makes for him, and it's like a like a onesie kind of thing with the footies, like a like those hoodie footie, you know, pajama things, yeah. and it's a bunny, and it has the big ears, and his mom makes him put it on because his aunt made it for him for Christmas, and I have one of those in my yard now. 
And I'm kind of thinking that that might be what tipped me over to winning the yard of the month in my town (laughs) is that and the purple hippopotamus with the sign, you know, I want a hippopotamus for Christmas because you can't say that without singing it. You know, every time I see it, I have to sing it. You know, it's just one of those cool things. So anyway. And we also went, you know, I don't know if I've said this before, years ago, we took a trip. We like to travel sometimes to go see the Houston Texans play somewhere that they don't play as often, you know, like every year. And so we went to see them play in Cleveland, play the Cleveland Browns. And as a surprise, because my husband loves A Christmas Story and Ralphie and all that, and I love it as well, I didn't know that part of the movie was filmed in Cleveland. And then they filmed the rest of it in Canada. And so we actually got to go to the Christmas Story house. They have a museum across the street. They have a gift store. The coolest thing ever was being in that house. And you could look, you know, be outside on the street looking at the house. And you could see certain things like down the street or whatever. And you're like, oh, I remember this from the movie. Oh, yeah, I remember that. And then when you go inside, oh, my gosh, it was just the most unbelievable thing seeing the set and the kitchen, of course, the, the kitchen set that they used was much bigger. It's just some of the stuff they filmed in that house. It was so tiny. But, you know, you said think about homes in that era. I mean, they were small. They were really, really small. You know, it was it was cool, though, seeing that. It was really amazing. So that was a bucket list check done you item. TV dinner. She didn't need a big kitchen. Right? I know. Oh, yeah. TV dinner. That's, that's true. Man, I have, I have had many a turkey TV dinner, <laughs> as a matter of fact. And I have to admit, they were really good. They really were really good. All right. And this one is in honor of my dad. I want a stuffed elephant, a pink one. Well, wish in one hand and shit in the other and see which one fills up first. And that's from Bad Santa. Now, I don't know if my dad watched Bad Santa. He used to say that to me all the time growing up. So I'm thinking he probably didn't see it. He just used to say that. And he would say, you know, poop in one hand and you know want or wish in the other and see which one fills up first however he wasn't prepared for my response yeah i'm gary's like oh, oh I, I can't look. wait i was like i can't wait for this one i would say well daddy you just don't realize the size and weight of my want and so then i would get the head shake and the oh dorsey and then he'd just walk off <laughs> I was like, you just, you don't understand. There's, that's like really huge is my want. I'm like, come on now. So anyway, I'm going to end up with a couple of these favorites that I'm kind of thinking some of you, because I, you know, I talked before in the last episode that some, you know, some people have the most absolute best time, best memories from this time of the year. And some people don't particularly like the holidays for whatever reason, there was trauma, maybe someone passed away and you kind of wish this time of year would just sort of gloss over and you get to January 1st or 2nd. So there's a couple of these movie phrases that I love. And I'm thinking maybe some of you might need to hear this. And they are both from It's a Wonderful Life. There's so many good quotes in that movie. Remember, George, no man is a failure who has friends. Of course, you can put your name in there. And I promise you, you are not a failure and you are so worthy and worthwhile. And this last one is strange, isn't it? Each man's life touches so many others. When he isn't around, he leaves an awful hole, doesn't he? I like that one, yeah, you know, because you, I know sometimes you think, oh, well, what difference does it make, you know, if I'm here or, you know, do I matter? Yes, you do. You matter a lot more than you realize. Well, this week I'm going to wrap up my dollop of Dorsey with a holiday tip. 
never catch snowflakes with your tongue until all the birds have gone south for the winter. (laughs) So keep that in mind for those wintry snowy days. You know, we don't have a lot of those snowy days. So we're kind of, you know, out of that loop of worrying about, you know, sticking your tongue out and maybe catching a little bird poop. It's harder to steer clear of something like that. Unlike the yellow snow that you'll find skiing down a mountain. That's easy to know exactly what that is. So just keep that in mind, folks. Keep your tongue in your mouth. All right. And make sure that we are connected offline at www.dorseyhillglobal.com. And my website is, I do apologize, it's being redone right now. So just hey, hang on a minute and get, let's connect on social media so we can continue our ho-ho happy conversation and discover how we can make your life a healthy habit now instead of waiting for 2019 because self-care never goes out of fashion and it is the greatest gift. Well, Chef Gary, thank you so much for Thanks, being Dorsey. here Have with us again. Christmas. You too with your roast beast (laughs) and that's it today for this episode of the healthy happy fun hour here on the dorsey show don't forget to join me here every thursday 10 a.m central standard time or anytime on vinyldraftradio.com my wish for all of you as always going into the holiday season whatever you're celebrating is that you're happy healthy and have a ton of fun big texas love and hugs to each and every one of you bye-bye for now Come on, get them up there. Raise your hands in the air and you pump them like you just don't care. Join us next Thursday when she gets it all out. Again. Go ahead. (laughs) Kind of like if you vomited rainbows. You can get me anywhere. (laughs) You won't want to miss it. Thursdays, 10 a.m., The Dorsey Show on Final Draft Radio.